Hi again, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Customer Success Channel hosted by Plan Hat, where we talk to industry leaders about their experiences, definitions of customer success, and get their advice and best practices. Plan Hat is a customer success platform made by customer success professionals for customer success professionals, a tool that is beautiful, intuitive, and powerful. This week, I spoke with Jonas Stanford, the Director of Customer Success at Unbounce. At Unbounce, they have their customer success team structured in a way that allows them to reach out to their higher touch customers and their lower, very much so, tech touch customers in a way that feels very personal and targeted towards that specific user, but with a strategy that is quite different. We also get into how to sift through all of that data to find the metrics your customer success team actually needs. So let's talk customer success with Jonas. All right, great. All right, so before we get into customer success, will you tell us a little bit about Unbounce and what you guys do there? Uh, sure. Um, yeah, uh, Unbounce, uh, we're a web-based uh, conversion platform for uh, digital marketers, um, and they use our uh, platform to uh, easily create high-converting campaigns uh, for their post-click campaigns um, or to convert organic traffic on their website or blog. Cool. And how long have you been there? Uh, I've been here almost three years now. Three years. Okay, cool. Where did you, where were you before? Uh, I've worked at a variety of uh, SaaS companies in customer success, uh, Vision Critical, Hootsuite, uh, places like that. Okay, cool. So you've always been kind of in the marketing like area ish, you know? <laughs> yeah, social social media or uh, you know com- community marketing things like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. And how long have you been in customer success? How long? Yeah. Or uh, um, when did you? Because this is kind of a newer title. How long have would you, would you consider you've been kind of working with the concept of customer success? Yeah, I um, I. I would say in like, uh, I mean, customer success is a relatively new industry, but I think, uh, you know, customer experience or service kinds of roles, probably 12 years. 12 years. Okay, cool. Where did you first uh, start getting that experience? Like what company and Um, what were you doing? What were your tasks? I'm curious to hear how kind of it has evolved. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't. I was a kid and said, you know, I want to be a customer success professional, uh, obviously. So um, I went to a technical uh, institute and I I took uh, electrical and computer engineering and I got a job at a company called Delta Controls um, as a uh, basically a a software uh, tester. So I ran automated tests on on software as well as like interface testing. and that sort of, it's not directly customer success, but you are you are evaluating your own product or service from uh, the perspective of the customer. So you, you kind of get very empathetic, you get in your mindset, and you uh, you understand what it is they're trying to accomplish, and and does your product allow them to do that easily uh, and clearly? So I think that was sort of my first foray into that, and then. Uh, I ended up becoming a team lead of a team of, of uh, software testers, uh, and then I ended up getting an opportunity to manage um, the customer service team um, based off of you know, my product knowledge and, and my knowledge of what customers were trying to do. I think that naturally led me into that role. 
Uh, and within customer service, there was traditional uh, technical support, uh, there was customer education, um, and there was uh, professional services. Cool. And how is um, customer and success how- structured at Unbound? So do you have all of those things like customer support, services, education, customer marketing under the customer success umbrella? Um, how is it structured? Yeah, here, um, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Customer success can mean a variety of different things, but uh, here at Unbounce, it's in the most uh, broad or, or general definition. So essentially everything post-sales or post-acquisition is uh, in customer success. So there's four main teams in customer success. Uh, customer support um, is the biggest team in customer Success, so that's technical support for our customers. Uh, there is our online community team. So uh, we have a online community and some uh, programs that we run to kind of help digital marketers connect with each other. So it's it's largely product agnostic. We just want to create a, a space where digital marketers can share and learn. Um, uh, we have a uh, customer engagement team, and that is a team of, of customer success managers. So that's more traditional portfolio uh, account management. Uh, and then we have our uh, customer expansion team, and they do uh, customer uh, retention and growth marketing. Um, so they, they use uh, uh, email campaigns, in-app experiences. Like they, uh, they use a lot of tech technology, tech touch. Okay, cool. Um, I've never heard of those, uh, or uh, that's my first time hearing those, like engagement versus... Um I'm sorry, what was the last one they said? Uh, the more technical one, being separate. Uh, yeah, it, it's customer uh, engagement and customer expansion. Okay, yes, so, customer expansion. Why yeah. those two are separate and what they do? Yeah, no problem. Um, I mean, the reason we split our customer base between uh, engagement and expansion is because uh, we serve into a lot of SMB with some smaller enterprise customers. So... We have a lot of customers, um, and a lot of them, um, you know, are on our lower uh, plan structure, and so we just can't. It's not uh, efficient for us to to build assisted portfolios for those customers. Uh, we have to we have to give them the same kinds of uh, experiences and make sure that when we speak to them, it's very uh, specific and valuable to them. But we have to do it through tech touch. Um, and so for our, our uh, customers on our higher plans, uh, we can build portfolios with a customer success manager who emails them or speaks to them one-to-one. But for a larger group of our customers, we can't do that. And so that's where the customer expansion team is. They, they try and create the same kinds of tailored experiences, but they do it, they're speaking to many people at once, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Definitely. And so that, that's very much a marketing function. Uh, a marketing function within customer success, whereas the uh, engagement team, it's a bit more of like a relationship building uh, function. And so that's why they're different. Mm-hmm. Cool. And so there is so much data that's available to customer, like just companies, customer success managers. Um, and how it's, it can at times I feel like be overwhelming. So how do you get that data down to like what the customer success manager mean, needs and how to make it meaningful? Um, like you need to narrow it, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, you do. Yeah, like I think if you if you try and treat all of your customers the same, then you're not going to be very successful in anything you try and do. Uh, and the reality is, is there's a lot of different uh, experiences within your customer base. Um, 
Uh, and so like for me, there's two, there's two kinds of, of data sets. There's um, attribution data. So like, who are they? Where are they? How long have they been a customer? Like sort of like uh, static attribute data, uh, which is relevant. Uh, and it does help you to understand who they are a bit better so you can speak to them more intelligently. Uh, but the other kind of data is behavioral data. So what are they doing? When did they do it? You know, how long? Uh, so sort of like things, behavioral things that they're doing within your product. And that's a different set of data, but it's also very valuable into understanding them a bit better. Um, and then by combining um, attribute data with behavioral data, you can get some very uh, specific groups of your customers who uh, you can speak to uh, and they believe you're speaking to them alone because it's so relevant. Uh, to whatever it is. It could be an opportunity for them to see more value, or it could be a point in the customer journey where they, they appear to not be able to get past, uh, or a change in, in product usage uh, patterns. Like if you can establish some patterns, say this is what a healthy customer in this vertical on this plan looks like, and this is what one doesn't look like, then you can uh, help to identify the ones that don't look healthy and you can engage them. So it's it's using leveraging data in that way to kind of understand what's going on within your customer base. Yeah, and for companies that don't really know maybe what a healthy customer looks like, um, how would you recommend them starting to use that data to figure that, like how do you start to define, okay, what makes a healthy customer and what doesn't using that data that you have um, and start to kind of def- like refine it as you go? Yeah, um, I mean that's a good question. It's it's not easy, and it it definitely depends on what your service is. But a methodology that I think works really well is um, uh, you know you have to understand that customers don't don't pay to use your service; they pay to get an outcome. So there's there's something they want, right? They they don't it doesn't matter how much to them how much time they spend in your tool it's the outcome it produces right so if they don't have to spend very much time using your product and but they get the outcome that's a good thing so just using how much time are they in your product alone as an indication of health is not is not good enough right um what you need to do is you need to understand like what are those desired outcomes that customers want to achieve through the use of your product it could be one it could be many but like keep it to the five most common or less, and then uh, break out that into a journey uh, of milestones. So what are the four to five milestones that a customer trying to achieve that outcome uh, has to realize in order to get that outcome? And then take each of those milestones and break them out into the steps or actions within the product uh, that they have to do to hit the milestone. And so now what you have is you've got a grid that, that leads from start to desired outcome and it defines very specific uh, things along the way. And as long as you can track those things, so make sure you set up triggers and make sure you work with your product team so that you can collect that data. Now, now you have a very good perspective across all of your customers of where they are towards their desired outcomes. So those that achieve their desired outcomes uh, will be healthier customers. Those that don't achieve their outcomes are at risk or unhealthy customers. And not only do you know they're at risk or unhealthy, but you know exactly where they are stuck or whatever the problem is. And so you can, you can speak very specifically to where they are in the customer journey towards their desired outcome. It feels like very helpful reach out uh, because you know exactly where they are. Right. Yeah. 
So something like that. And then obviously, and that's really like where I believe the real proactive power of customer success comes in is like you can actually help every one of your customers. If you build out the the campaigns um, and the reach outs and the triggering and the alerts and you organize your team around these things, you can actually play a very assistive role with every single one of your customers, getting them closer towards the value as opposed to leaving them to do it on their own. Uh, if you know what I mean, um, like they don't even have to let you know that they're having a problem. You can, you can notice that through the data you collect and where they are in the journey and what, what you believe is a, is a healthy progression along those steps and identify customers that aren't keeping up to that progression and reach out to them. So, yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Okay. And what, and what ways have, um, and what data, I guess, do you look at on a quarterly basis to kind of, uh, look at whether or not your efforts are your customer success efforts are successful uh, and doing what they're supposed to. Yeah. Um, so I, I was telling you earlier that customer success is like four made up of four teams and each team has a very like unique function. Um, so we look at a variety of data, like obviously for support team, we look at things like, um, amount of volume, uh, efficiency, responsiveness, um, uh, we, we offer live channel phone and chat support. So we look like live channel acceptance rate. So if a customer wants to reach out to us on a live channel, do we accept it in that live channel? Um, then we, we look at data um, such as um, uh, retention, both in terms of account retention. So how many customers stay with us and for how long, as well as revenue retention. So revenue net revenue retention is, is a variety of, uh, is um, a single metric made up of a variety of factors. Um, so there's, uh, it can be positive and negative. So um, if, is your customer base growing in value, right? So the, the things that work against you are customers that, that give your product and then obviously cancel their subscription or customers who reduce their subscription. If you have multiple levels or add-ons or things like that. And then what works in the, in your favor are uh, customers finding new value in your product and paying more through their subscription. And so all of those factors balance out into a net. And if that net is increasing, that's a great thing. It means your customer base is growing in value in addition to all the other new customers you bring in. So we look at that. We also, we have both monthly subscriptions as well as annual subscriptions. Uh, and we believe that customers who are in annual subscriptions have stronger retention uh, and so we we track what percentage of our customer base is on annual plans versus monthly plans, and that's an indication of is customer success you know being successful because we want to we want to incentivize and move people into into annual plans. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. And um, so again, this is like a you know some people believe that customer success managers should handle the upsell, uh, some people don't. But how does your team handle that? Does your customer success <sighs> handle the upsell yep we do um uh so they they handle both renewal as well as upsell um and i understand why why some businesses uh, handle it differently and and you know through all the conversations i've had with a variety of different people who do it in all the different ways the the difference that i've seen to explain it is how how complicated is the buying process mm -hmm. so if it's pretty easy to get a customer onto a new uh like a, a higher value or using a different module of your product or, or whatever whatever an upsell or um 
that growth looks like. Uh, if that's pretty easy and, and it doesn't require a lot of conversations, doesn't require a lot of like internal buy-in, you don't have to work with three or four different people in your customer company um, to get there, then, then that works. Um, it, you might as well stay within the customer success manager because that's the person who has the, the relationship with them. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. You, you definitely like have to take those things into consideration, but so what would you, do you have any advice, um, for companies, um, and how to just continue to scale and not stay stagnant, whether it's in like with it, within revenue, like with their revenue? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a constant, it's a constant battle. I think, um, you know, what I, what I can say for our refinement is we have gotten more specialized as we scale within functions. Uh, and so our team gets more honed on specific things. Uh, like I was mentioning the, the split between expansion and um, the engagement team as, as an example of that. And they, there's this, the output or the product of their work is the same thing. It's ensuring that our customers are seeing as much value in our product as possible. Um, but they go about it in much different ways because they look at different segments of our customer base. Um, so I think just constantly evolving and, and looking at the way that you, you communicate value, um, into your customer base. Um, you know, I, I would, I don't think there's any, one right answer. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously, you know, learning from others is a huge, uh, is hugely beneficial. Um, you know, the, I, you're never going to find the way somebody else does it and say, plunk it on your business and it works, but you will find great ideas that you can kind of customize or tailor within the way you structure things that, that will make a difference as well. Yeah. Like, cause you mentioned earlier, it's so um, dependent on your product and services sometimes where it's like yeah. your structure is not going to work for everyone's, but yeah, to take that idea and iterate on it. Um, and then there are three questions that I like to ask everyone. Um, so, well, one, what do you look for when you're hiring a customer success manager? Um, when I hire a customer success manager or when we hire a customer success manager, um, definitely somebody uh, who's empathetic. I think no matter what the function within customer success you're doing, whether it's frontline support or, you know, um, a customer success manager or something else, you really have to be empathetic and you have to understand uh, that your customer is most important and they're trying to they have, they have a dream. They want to accomplish something, right? And so like, you just have to be empathetic to that. Um, I also look for people who are really good at building relationships. Um, so, uh, you know, easy to get people to open up, have very effortless conversations, uh, really easy to talk to. Uh, they make you feel at ease. Um, they can diffuse a situation because often uh, customers can get, you know, pretty anxious or, or frustrated, especially if, if they don't have, if they're not achieving the outcome they want and they feel like they um, have limited time to do it. So somebody who can really build uh, a relationship uh, and then just somebody who really gets personal satisfaction off of help helping others, um, you know, because the act of customer success is literally like your work is helping others achieve their work. Right. Mm -hmm. So somebody who enjoys doing that. Yeah. Uh, I think. Yeah. yeah. And then do you have a definition of customer success? 
Uh, a definition of customer success. Uh, yeah, I would, I would say that um, customer success is uh, it's a proactive function of helping uh, your customers achieve their desired outcomes. Uh, I, like I think it. it's it's <laughs> as simple as that. It's important to say that it's proactive, and it's important to say that you're helping customers achieve their desired outcomes, which is more than just like s- supporting them if they have a problem, right? It's it's more of a it's more of a macro approach as opposed to a micro approach like support. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. It was very concise. I like it. <laughs> um, okay. Then, <laughs> no, it was good. It's like. You're like this, yeah, it was good. Um, and so, what is one mistake or a co- the biggest mistake that you've made that you would like to, you know, advise others? Like, hey, like this is a mistake that I've made in customer success. Um, don't do it. Or, <laughs> yeah, your biggest learning mistake. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily like a mistake area or not, but you know, in customer success, you are so focused on your customers uh, and obviously everybody is very attuned and um, you know, working really hard to keep customers happy, but um, don't forget about your team that's doing that work. Uh, It's also really important to invest in the culture of your team and make sure that uh, your staff is, is happy and and feels appreciated. Um, You know, happy customers, happy employees make happy customers. So, uh, and you can't have happy customers without happy employees. So uh, don't forget about your own team. Yeah, customer success culture in the workplace and it makes it... Exactly. Yeah. Okay, good. Thanks. Thank you so much for tuning in again. I hope you enjoyed this interview and got some uh, useful insights and tips out of it. Please don't forget to subscribe, review, share with friends, um, give us any feedback that you would like, uh, any guests you have a suggestion for, you would like to hear from. Um, please let us know. Feel free to reach out um, at hello at planhat.com. Thank you so much and don't forget to tune in.